You guys have been traveling for about three days now since you picked up your new com- traveling companion. Cold Delphi boy. Which wouldn't make it what day? The 8th of Coeg. Samiwa. So it's just after payday, though there are currently no towns or villages to your knowledge or uh, traveling areas. You guys got a bit of coin the day before, didn't you? Yeah, you did. We got paid, motherfucker. <laughs> Yep. How does uh how does payday work, Octavian? So I line them all up, and uh, just to be insulting. <laughs> line up, children, and I count out their coin, <laughs> one at a time, <laughs> to ensure accuracy. <laughs> I don't see why it's a bad thing. Twelve coin a week every Friday gold to be exact and then if we have an encounter where they have to risk their lives for mine which they did this week even though i saved them 10 gold per encounter and so this week they are getting 22 gold at a cost to me about a hundred and was it 20 120 something gold altogether now does harrian get the bonus as well no. <laughs> There's been no contract or no negotiations. He doesn't get a he doesn't get anything. You agreed to pay me. Yeah, you did. Yeah, but we haven't signed a contract yet. I'm sure within the past th- <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 connect to that in downtime. Okay. <laughs> I I do not accept payment, obviously, cuz I don't work for you. Right. And I give your 22 gold to Scout. So Scout's making bank. He earned it. So, over the past 3 days, you guys have been traveling north to the Springyard Settlement up in the Deepened Valley on your way north. It's a natural rest stop for people who are trying to travel to the Elven Ruins, for those that make it that far. Dun-dun-dun. So, it's, you guys are still a good number of days away. The Northern Reaches is a, is a big fucking place. So over these past three days, what's what have you guys been up to? Well, I think first and foremost, me and the cold elfie boy need to get better acquainted. Yikes! And we need to probably talk. And so I will. I, I, I'm I'm not kicking people out of the the cart as we're traveling because I think probably the only other person that would be in here would be Scout. I would assume. Do you have a second floor? Oh yeah, I do have a second floor. <laughs> Okay. Scout's pretty nosy too, and yeah. she wants to get to know the elf. Yeah. So we we actually, for uh, player, the rest of you context, we decided that my cart is actually like a fairly large. It's a ten foot wide by twenty five foot long sledded cart. Oh my god! Damn. Yeah, it's big. Uh, I didn't agree to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, me me and John had a conversation about it. It has that the tower on the the little crow's nest on the back in any case it has a little like my private rooms are upstairs and so i'll I'll, since i'm not hiding anything obviously we'll just sit down in the main portion of the cart and me and our new friend have a contract to draw up 
and get to know each other, since he is the an elf. That I am. Very astute. The ears gave it away, didn't they? <laughs> yes. Yeah, they did. So, my boy, friend, elf. Huh? You talking to me? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. What can I do for you? I have a contract. A contract in which I've drawn up a uh, standard kind of boilerplate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit it here. Contra- oh, okay. <laughs> well, this, uh, if you'll sign, sign here. I, then... I'm going to um, not sign there and just completely read this over word for word <laughs> as you're standing there. <laughs> Maybe it's, slightly yes. out loud. Right. Well, I it's the same contract that everybody else signed stating that you are indebted to me for the duration of the trip from, uh, well, we can amend where it starts, but from uh, where we've picked you up here three days ago until we get to the Elf Runes and then back to wherever I drop you off. Or if you want to stay there at the Runes, you can stay there and our contract will end in that time. You'll get 10 gold a week for your service, and then 8 gold per encounter. You realize I watched you count everything out yesterday, <laughs> one by one, oh, to everyone else in this party. Oh, uh, yes, yes, of course. I, uh, the, the snow, it, it, uh, a lot of snow got me all confused. <laughs> of course, it's, it's 12, 12 gold per week and, and 10 per encounter. Naturally, uh, naturally, naturally. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Confusion. Quite. That, that's snow blindness. Uh, <laughs> well. And then if you uh, want to bring anything else to the group, you know, or any special skills or anything like that, we can talk about extra reimbursement now. But otherwise, that's pretty much what the, uh, what the contract states, my friend. Yes, I can read. Thank you. Well, it's... With the ilk that we're with, I, I couldn't assume. <laughs> I'm going to sort of flip through the pages um, and just scroll out a signature uh, after I've gone through everything. I, ex- I need you to initial here as well. <laughs> I, I look where he's pointing. Do, does it actually require an initial? Yes, it's it's uh, <laughs> hazard pay. Uh, I'll initial. And then, and then initial here. Okay. I'll keep going. And then one more here. Oh boy, I'm having my uh, doubts. And and then once more here. Done. Right. And then an, an additional signature there. <laughs> <laughs> it's for your life insurance policy. That's all. I'll sign it. <laughs> you didn't read that part. <laughs> and we're good. Now, uh, did you sign your actual name? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll read it. What is what is his actual name? What did you sign? Uh, it's I sent sign. Well, I scrawled it. Can, how well can you read? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would have signed in Elvish. I can read. I Elvish. guess you could read Elvish though. Yeah, I can read almost all language. Uh, my name is Harian Drowvir. Drowvir, right? I'm gonna do this real quick, real real quick. A nine on a history check. Does mm-hmm. Drowvir, the name, the clan, whatever, and what I know about Winter Elves, is that a thing? A name that stands out ever? No, not anything of particular notoriety. Ah, right. So common. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> well, not quite Smith, but pretty, but pretty close. Hmm. How unfortunate. Right then. 
Well, as we travel, you can obviously ride in the cart or walk outside. If you come in, please take your shoes off. These are nice silken rugs. Otherwise, you are free to sleep on one of the many couches down here on this level, but never go on the second level. That is just for me, not for you. Aren't we on the second level? No, no, we're on oh, the first. Oh, okay. Good God. If you have any questions or you'd like to read any of the manuscripts, scrolls, or tomes that I have on these mini bookcases, then please, by all means, but if you ruin them, you will owe me. That's in the contract <laughs> that you signed. <laughs> Any questions? What? Why? Why are you going to the ruins? The, the runes? <laughs> for for knowledge and adventure and a story. I am on grant right now from my college, partially and partially for my own personal curiosity, to gain some artifact or artifacts and and books and and whatever can be brought back as the runes themselves have never really been fully excavated and so I'm you're planning at, to excavate the i am planning runes. to see if there's anything worth excavating or gotcha. if it is just a pile of rubble cool yeah i'll help you out sounds good to me all right wondrous <laughs> wondrous <laughs> i i i i i I have no words for Davian. <laughs> so over these three days, uh, what has Javak been up to? Three days of nothing. <laughs> no? He doesn't do much? Javak don't got a lot of good. Maybe he'd cook every now and then if he found, like, yeah, I'd say that's probably the extent of what he does outside of just traveling with the group. He might hunt mm -hmm. a little bit, and if he finds something worth cooking, he might cook for everyone. Okay. Go ahead and give me a survival check real quick. 11. I'd say you probably found, uh, like a deer. Just a normal deer. Not a, not a, yeah, just a normal one, not a big one. Excellent. If he walks back, like, into camp, basically, with something like that, Set pretty quickly perks up, looks all around him and says, Oi, need any help cleaning that? Uh, this thing I, I can do. So that kind of gives him a, a very disapproving look. <laughs> Doubtful, even, one might say. And shrugs and kind of leans back against his, his tree where he's sitting. Uh-oh, that's fighting words. <laughs> Anyone else really doing anything of note over the three days? I'm not going to stay in this cart for about that's four seconds longer than I need to. <laughs> probably for the best. So I, I would be making making the rounds and sort of just doing brief introductions through the three days. Mm -hmm. Scout wants to ride in the cart, but she doesn't want to get called out by anyone. So she's very carefully timing, like being in the cart and then makes the rounds so everyone can just see she's not in the cart and then goes back in the cart. <laughs> <laughs> set introduces himself to Harry in his set. And that's as far as the conversation probably goes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he probably says, I'm set. This is full. And then that's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, to that, I would say, well, nice to meet you and stick out my hand. With just one hand, you know, like right hand holding the bow over my shoulder. Just kind of look at your hand, like back to you. <laughs> well, well, it's been fun. <laughs> how welcoming. How, how warm. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Sutton Flo doing anything. I'm, I'm going to take a little bit of my time to try to show Flo how to see or how to find a foxhole under a light layer of snow. Just while we're walking, mostly. And at any point when, you know, the, the wind is a little loud enough, I'm going to kind of maybe lower my voice a little bit in tabaxi, I'll say, to, to flow. 
Reckon there's any uh, artifacts of sort at this place? Seems possible. The runes are old enough. The spard seems interesting. I saw something about uh, excavation in that contract we signed. Hmm. I'm wondering if there might be something valuable. Hmm. I'll tear that shite up in a heartbeat over something more valuable than this. He hooks his head back towards the cart. Damn bastard's already getting on my nerves. <laughs> yes, he's a... he's something. I don't know. I'm sure time will tell. Hmm. I suppose. And other than uh, sort of hanging out with Set too, like when we make camp and stuff, while Set's taking his turn, like, on watch, I'd probably be practicing with my various weapons, throwing my throwing axes at the tree or my dagger, shooting, or katas with the scimitars. I have a lot of weapons. i got to stay sharp. <laughs> For the next encounter, you get a plus one to attack. Woo, me. Yeah. Oh, nice. Damn, I want to yeah. do that too. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting to see who was going to do it first. Can I, can I practice spell? No. <laughs> yeah, in in my downtime, like as we're actually getting moving, mm-hmm. I have like a small uh, rodent skull that is tied to my belt that I occasionally will pick up and just start carving little scripts into, and then I'll put it back. How peculiar. I get bored, guys. Are you trying to hide that you're doing this? No, not at all. Okay. Wait, is Octavian on the cart? Octavian doesn't get off the cart uh, pretty much ever. It's going to make it real hard to sneak into the room. Relieve himself, (laughs) maybe. But otherwise, if he needs to speak with any of you, those, the kind of opening windows in the front of the cart where he can sit and drive uh, if he needs to, he'll pop out and say something or open the door. Otherwise, most of this bottom area where there you know there's stacks of books or up on the top there's a couple bookshelves and so there's you know textbooks and and tomes and all these things that octavian just pours over constantly to read and write he write he's writing his you know a few books at a different you know different points in time just kind of writing different things I can only picture Octavian as like one of those puppets. Like it's like a theater production yeah, or something. Yeah. The wind opens and he like comes out and like, hey, everybody come do things. His cart is like one of those like music boxes things yeah. that plays all the different instruments. So yeah, I, I mean, it's just uh, I don't really leave my cart and I'm kind of all over the place within it just because I'm kind of a not necessarily a scatterbrain, just enough to where. I have a lot going on. I'm I'm trying to learn as much as possible, being a uh, you know a, from a the lore college. So my power comes from stories, and so I have to keep up on stories and write stories and tell stories. So that is mostly what I consist of doing. Over these past few days, the the weather has been taking kind of a, a, a turn for the worse. You're kind of in the darker time frame of the year, uh, short days, long nights. So the, the cold's getting kind of cold, and the snowstorms are picking up quite a bit. Set and flow. One of you two roll me a perception check. Or probably Javak, too. The three of you would probably be out doing what you do. Go right ahead. Perception? Perception. Okay. Oh, hey. Yeah. Oh, we shit. We tied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cat's got an 18. Mm-hmm. So this, this road you're kind of traveling on is somewhat hugging the uh, ice spine peaks and every so often there'll be like a, a jut of rock or something sticking out of the ground sticking off to the side not very many trees over on this side but along the like mountainside 
you make out what looks to be an indentation in the stone. What kind of indentation? <laughs> looks like it might be a cave entrance. Oh, okay. So would this appear pretty quickly like a excellent place to take shelter for a little while? Might not be a bad idea. Um, who would actually only the tabaxis would? Eh. One of you roll me a history check. One of you three. I probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a flat int roll, but the question is what history? History for for what? Like a history of like this area and what might be here? Yeah. Basically. Yeah, I mean, I would say that Set has a pretty vague knowledge of, like, the general area, so... Oh, yeah. It would appear he does. So, it's somewhat pretty common, but not many people who haven't been near the Ice Spine would know, but it is hard as hell to dig into the Ice Spine Peaks. Dwarves have tried for years, centuries, so whenever an opening like this pops up, it is extremely rare. For some reason, the stone here is harder than elsewhere. Hmm. Hmm. So that might attract other attention, then, if it hasn't already. Because we're, we're on a populated side of the mountains. To some degree. Right, but not like, we're still in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Does it look like it would fit the cart inside? The opening, it looks like it's, it's big enough. There's a bit of a snow drift kind of up against it, so you're not sure what the actual full height of the entrance is. Okay. And is it at ground level? Yes. Okay. Is there a path that leads towards it? No. Is it pretty heavily, you know, like blocked off as though like the cart would struggle to get to it? Slightly. I mean, the, the snow is kind of heavy up in that direction. Right. Which is lucky that you guys actually spotted it, because otherwise you kind of just glance over it due to the, the, A, the snowstorm, and B, the snow drifts themselves. Right. Hmm. I think I might split the party here. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Welcome to the team. Alrighty. You, you already know. How far is it off the path? It's probably about a good 200, 300 feet. That's not that bad. Still in range of my bow. Long range. But... Right. Yeah, it's in range of mine. In my axe. <laughs> which is normal range, because sharpshooter. Yeah, I will, like, bring, you know, the, the party to a, to, a, to a halt on the road here. And look back towards the cart and say, We're going, Flo and I are going to head up towards this cave, take a peek inside. Might be something uh, worth finding. Or at least shelter from the storm. And then without a response, I'm just going to start <laughs> stepping into the snowdrift. <laughs> do do I know about the uh, the ice spine peaks as well as far as being like hard to get into and yeah okay as as you head off I'm just gonna call out be careful openings tend to attract a great many things set holds his hand up like kind of almost like dismissively over his shoulder <laughs> he says I'm always careful no he's not and I'll chase after him <laughs> and then falls down a pit <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell Harry and he's always an asshole too <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a running theme here, isn't it? <laughs> Unfortunately, they were a package deal. <laughs> were you a package deal? Hmm? Was, what? Are you Sorry? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> nice. Alrighty. Yeah, so so I'll just make my way through the through the drifts, trudging over to this cave. So, Sutton Flow, anybody else 
I want to try to get close enough to see if I can detect any signs of life. Throw me a nature check. Or er, survival. Survival. I'll happily take the survival. Bruh. Yeah. That, okay. <laughs> All right. That rolled right off the fucking 18. So let's not. So the, uh, the wind is pretty strong in this area. So what drifts are kind of being blown. Even as you look behind you, your footprints are quickly getting filled in by the snow. And it's it's picking up fast enough that it is getting harder to see. Okay. What time of day about vaguely is it? So I won't really use morning, afternoon, evening because of how it kind of is. But the sun is drifting below the mountains. Okay. So it's getting dark, basically? Yeah. Okay. So I will, uh, I'm just going to keep stomping, romping, stomping my way over. Okay. Rompa lompa. Oh, and I'll take my bow off my yeah off my shoulder. <laughs> it's a good, yeah. Always a good thing to announce. <laughs> and I will knock an arrow. Ditto. So as you two kind of approach this opening, it's big. Um, the snow just as you kind of approach, you kind of sink into it a little more. While it looks ground level, it actually there's a slant into it, so it's the entrance is taller than it first appeared. Hmm. Okay. And the inside is smooth. Okay, so it looks bored. It doesn't look like a like a natural occurrence. I wouldn't say it doesn't show any signs of really like machining. Yeah, n- nothing like that. But it looks smooth. Feels smooth underneath your paw. My our pads. <laughs> <laughs> your toe beans. Yes, the beans. Okay, and hmm, like stepping inside the actual cave itself, I'm gonna light my torch. Just take a take a moment to, like you know, make sure it's dry and everything, and you know, crack out the old tinderbox, get the dang old thing fired up. And I want to see, can I see, you know, to the back of the cave, or does it just continue out of my? No, it. There's twists and turns in here, so you can't get a straight shot of how deep this thing is. Hmm. I'm gonna make a big, long, exasperated sigh, <laughs> and put my my, you know, tuck my arrow away back into its quiver, put my bow back on my shoulder, and draw my short sword. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start stepping into the cave. I want to try to see if, like, I want to make my way in closer to one of the walls, and I want to smack the metal end of my sword, or I should say the, the pommel end of my sword, against the wall to make it mm-hmm. echo and see if I can get, like, a, a vague, you know, idea of how deep the cave goes. Just by how long oh. it echoes. Okay. So if you kind of smack it and hit it, the vibrations, the noise carries for quite a bit. And give me perception with advantage. Okay. But that's that's nifty. As soon as they're out of sight, I want to like step down out of the cover of like the cart or wherever. I'm gonna walk into sort of the middle of the snow, pull out a quarterstaff and draw a circle in the snow, and step mm-hmm. inside and just sort of sit down and go into a little bit of a chant. Perfect. So we will come back to set and flow real quick. What, what kind of chant are you going into? I'm just sort of muttering under my breath. Mm-hmm. And and as as I'm, I, I'm sort of speaking to the wind and asking if there are any other presence or any other life forms around us. Hey, Jay, what's that weird elf guy doing? He's talking to himself. <laughs> I, do, I do not know this. Kind of a whisper on the wind, kind of just barely audible to you. No, 
Nothing of importance. I'm going to of importance. (laughs) 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 I'm going to sit up and just call out, Flo, set. Do do I hear him calling to us? I'd say, Set, you're probably too deep into the cave. Flo, but how far are you in from the opening? Far enough back that I can keep my short bow out and kind of like overwatch mm-hmm. Set, but probably at mm-hmm. least a little bit in by this point if he's walking in. Okay. You could probably hear Harrion. The elf is calling us the new one. I'm going to like perk up and look over <laughs> at him like, what the hell? I'm going to start heading, I'm going to start intentionally like walking towards them quickly. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to cast Mage Armor. So as I'm walking, I sort of pull moisture out of the air, um, and it attaches all over my leather armor, and like you see just sort of ice start to build up over me as I start walking towards Flo. Now that is a very cool little one. I'm not one for armor, but that is cool. <laughs> <laughs> so set. It seems like this is like a multi-caved place. Mm. And though you're pommel really didn't break any chips of it off you kind of notice out of the corner of your eye just a slight glint of silver in the ground oh i don't like that at all uh like it looks like a vein of silver it looks like a vein of silver Mm. i don't like that (laughs) seeing that i'll right and turn and make my way back over towards flow (laughs) i'm looking out of the cave now at the elf walking toward us He's coming this way now. The new one, that is. He, it's a, like, it has to think clearly for a moment before, you know, catching eyes with him. And he, you see him kind of make that, that response of like, what are the... Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, people. I, I remember people. <laughs> so when you kind of... Because he's at an elevated position from us, right? Yeah. Because of the snow. Sl- yeah. Slightly, yeah. It's he has the high ground. A little bit. So I look up to him and I, after a pause, I say, Adrian, was it? Yeah, I think something's in there. He says, well, I don't, and I think that's a problem. That could be as well. I don't think that's... I don't think we're alone. I don't know if it's in this cave, but I would be shocked if no one else is aware of this opening. Well, there's precious metal in here. There's silver in the walls, and the hot that somebody's not coming around to take them, especially so shallow in this cave, concerns me. That tracks. Ah, it's a damn shame. It's quite cold out. And I'll sheath my sword and climb back up. And as I'm stepping out of the cave, I'll just plunge my torch into the snow to extinguish it and just make my way back to the cart. That's all I got. Okay. I As as he's heading back, I do want to poke my head into the cave and mm. see if I notice anything. Just very smooth walls. Like something melted its way through here. Possibly. <laughs> I forgot to ask that. <laughs> I like that less, actually. <laughs> and dragons have been back for about a year now? About a year. Okay. I, I would say it does not look like it. Oh, you're not there. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of out nice. of game. I was just... Uh, all right. Just just a casual reminder. Yeah. Dragons. Yeah, so... Yeah, they do look very smooth, like something could have melted away the walls. I don't like that either. <laughs> do you mention that, by the way? Harrion. Probably not. I'm, okay. I'm just, like, I just touch the wall. 
And I probably have a quizzical look on my face, but I wouldn't call that out specifically. How good are your people skills? <laughs> Not. Have you met him? <laughs> I know how to tell when a man is traitorous, when a man is low on morale. <laughs> and nothing about women. <laughs> Obviously, that one was given. I know how much they cost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the town, man. Depends on the town. Oh, uh, yeah. When a man loves so, a woman. <laughs> so as this is kind of going about uh, the three of them towards the cave, what is Javak, Scout, and Octavian doing? I'm chilling. Like a villain? Like a villain. Nice, chilling nice. like a villain. Scout's um, on Kikio, and then she's waiting for Flo to get back to ask him what it is, because he's the nicest. Yeah, probably, like, I might just get out and check on the elk and then get back in if they're, you know, fine. I pay other people to worry about this stuff. So unless something directly attacks us, then I have work to do. So. Hey there. John here to tell you about the awesome benefits we offer our fans over at Patreon. We recently decided that to bring the most value possible to our tiers, we would restructure them and pack as many rewards in there as possible. We have three to offer, each unlocking amazing monthly rewards. Everything from a sub-only Discord channel to actually being in the game. If any of this has tickled your fancy, then jump over to the Patreon and become a member. But remember, this is entirely if you want to. The show will always absolutely remain free. We just wanted some way to reward those who want to support the show. But in any case, we appreciate all of you and hope you enjoy the episodes. Do you want to get real cozy with the show? Stop on over to Tee Public and check out our designs. Announce your nerdum proudly to the world. Or like from your house with a mug. <laughs> Either way, to find us, search Do or Dice or go directly to tpublic.com slash user slash do or dice. You know, it can be hard to stay engaged sometimes to a disembodied voice like myself. And when you're trying to tell a shared story across counties, states, and countries, it helps to have a program that can take some of the distraction rules away. We use Fantasy Grounds, a powerful program designed to create a more unified party. Fantasy Grounds can do rolling, macro commands for spells and abilities, battle maps, journals, and even full player character sheets. If you're not using a program like this or you're unhappy with your current platform, you should definitely consider Fantasy Grounds, and you can even check out Fantasy Grounds' free trial. I wanted to take a quick second to officially announce our season opener giveaway winners. We really hope that you guys are enjoying Season 3 so far. I know that all of us have been having a lot of fun getting to know the new characters and just generally surviving John's gauntlet, uh, so hopefully that's really coming through. Also, we... Uh, got a ton of entries for this giveaway so i just really wanted to thank everyone who responded we honestly we, we weren't expecting it we tried to do something a little different and the response was was way more than we we would have ever thought but without stalling anymore go ahead and officially announce in first place we have username the cloperia our second place winner was sharona from pennsylvania and finally in third place it was ozzy from new york Again, a huge thank you for tuning in and getting back to us, and we really just hope that's how you guys enjoy all of the new dice that are headed your way. As always, we just wanted to thank Easy Roller Dice for making this giveaway possible, and if you wanted to thank them, you could go check out their newest run on Kickstarter, 
It's the elite metal dice of the elven kind. You still have a couple days to get in, so go uh, check out the project and see what you think. And with that, I will let you get back to the podcast. So it's probably about five minutes later, the three of them get back to the cart. Well, what, what, what was that? Uh, it was a cave, but a rather suspicious one. I look kind of quizzical when you say cave. I'm like, well, that's not really a cave, is it? I mean, someone made that. Uh, whatever. Is it a dwarf? A tunnel? Is it a mine? <laughs> mm, uh, what do you mean, made that? Someone melted their way through the ice down to the rock. I'm sorry, did you say melted? melted? That's what it looks like. I have never seen a cave formation like that before. It was smooth. Smooth? Well, what do you suppose might be a, been able to melt something like that? Something big. I'm from a place with a lot of caves and mines. Do I have I ever heard of something like melted? No. Well, Scout, actually, roll me a history check. Okay. Or nature. I'm sorry, nature. Nature or history. Let's see. Ooh, damn, nature. Let's go with that. <laughs> it's a plus eight, so eighteen. Oh shit! shit. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Fucking A. Okay, yeah, you know, so you grew up... Maybe I should be out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you grew up in Stonefall City, which is in the Golden Vein Hills. It's kind of an offshoot off of the Ice Spine Peaks. And you know that the dwarves there are... <sighs> You've heard stories of a particular substance that a spider secretes that is the only thing they know that can melt and get through the ice spine. Mm. Fuck all that. Oh yeah, I know what that is. You know it is highly (laughs) expensive. (laughs) What is it? A good opportunity, albeit a scary one. The only thing that could do that, okay, stick with me. Mm -hmm. The only thing that could do that are giant spiders. The thing is, their uh, their venom's kind of, and I say, worth a lot of money, loudly, so Octavian can hear. Setsy or Zevli perk as well. I mean, hmm. I am curious. Might be worth a jaunt in, maybe? With my 22 on history, does this con- can I confirm this or know of anything else that might cause this or anything? No, I would say that you have heard not as specific rumors, but right. you know that there are some dwarven miners who right. who would pay a pretty penny for what has been deemed ice venom. All right. So, just in my head to myself, I want to I want to run a cost analysis, right? So, <laughs> Excel um, spreadsheet. Yeah, I need to pull up my Google Sheets up in my head. Uh-huh. Click on the tab that says opportunity cost. It's like a wand. <laughs> Is the opportunity cost of of getting the venom worth the amount, or the danger of getting the venom worth the amount of the money that we could potentially get, plus the time? Because I have to factor in salary and hazard pay, <laughs> unknowingly going into a cave, right? So, would that cost outweigh the benefit of whatever ice venom is actually worth in, say, I don't know, I would assume even out of a giant spider's liter, you know, per liter cost? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the pendant, you didn't get to see a real good look at this cave, so you don't quite know the opening. But 
your 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 kind your, your formula is kind of missing a little bit of information. However, even one spider, one of their kind of poison glands, will go for about two hundred gold. <laughs> uh, do am I aware of these spiders? Is this a local fauna? Yes. I, okay. I, I'd say so. Yeah. Now that's um, these spiders have probably about five glands per spider. Okay, so that's what, a thousand gold per spider. So in this contract, I, I, so when it comes to, and this is something I'm going to defer to you, John. Uh huh. When, when it comes to say, we'll just call it spoils of encounters or spoils of war, treasure along the way. What does the contract state as far as divvying up potential gold gained from things found? Or is that just <laughs> in, like, you, you signed up for, like, a percentage or just your wage and your hazard pay? Like, how does this work? I'd say there's probably a stipulation there on, since you guys are going to Elven Ruins looking for artifacts, that those in the party would get uh, a portion of said said findings. Okay. And what portion would that be per? I, I'd say probably, knowing Octavian, probably 70-30. So you'd get 70% and then 30 would be divided up between right. the rest of the party. So at the very least, say if we find one spider with five glands, it's a thousand gold, right? 70, 30, yep. 700 gold to me, <clears throat> 300 gold to divide between five people as 60 gold per person. Wait. And then hazard pay of 10 gold per encounter. So minus 50 gold off mine. <laughs> and uh, then the adding the extra time, say we'll just add an extra week to factor in the 12. I don't know. I only stand to make about 500 gold if this is successful and none of you are hurt. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. (laughs) You wouldn't know about it unless I told you about it. So. Okay, but that's not. I don't know. 70 30 just doesn't seem to be. I'm I'm sorry. I have a contract that you signed with a 70 30 split. This is all. I don't read. If you break the contract, then you owe me all the back pay that I have paid you. That's how (laughs) this works. You must return the. Seth's it, like picking venison out of his teeth <laughs> with a claw, <laughs> waiting for. The aren't you congrat- uh, contractually obligated to make it to the Elven runes? Yes. To... <laughs> Why are you saying it's so odd, boy? Well, <laughs> <laughs> why am I saying it's so odd? <laughs> I'm. I'm just saying I don't think the opportunity cost of a venture into an unknown cave with an unknown amount of assailants. Octavian, I need you to listen to me very clearly, because I'm not going to say this often. I agree with you. We should move on. I I do believe that's the best course back. Okay, well, wait. We should at least write down our location and sell the location, right? If I if know if a you dozen want, dwarves that'll buy it. Take your notes on whatever location you want for your own private endeavors, but for this specific job, I think we will just keep going and be alert. Yes? Yes? Uh, yes. I will yes. write this down. Hole inside a mountain. Very specific <laughs> area. Hole inside a mountain. Yes, I will do best descriptions that I can. Write it down. Well, Sir Set and Sir Flo, if we could continue on our way, just be alert for large spiders. Indeed. Thank you, sir. I trot up to Javik and say, hey, when these, when these guys find out I actually know what I'm talking about and I'm really smart, uh... That'll be a fun day. It will be very fun. But tomorrow never comes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's saddle up the uh, the elk and get on a moving. All right. You 
scared people. He's so disappointed. <laughs> John, we just know better. <laughs> hey, I was all yeah, for that, the cave. That's, that's if there's one spider. You go in this cave. Yeah, venom that can melt rocks. I really want to go up against yeah. something that has that. My armor is made of ice. <laughs> <laughs> when you start off a campaign, John, and you tell us this is going to be a lot harder than the last ones, we're going to go a little more, a little more touchy about things. It's, yeah. it's rock melting venom, not ice melting venom. You'll <laughs> hey, be fine. It's rat poison, not people. Poison. We're all about the uh, the dollar dollar bills here, so I have to break down every encounter into oh, whether or not I stand to make money. Are we going to get a? Uh... Uh, Sherlock Holmes breakdown of the cost analysis of every, <laughs> every, every encounter. Disc- discombobulate. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of, say ruins. Ruins. Now say elven ruins. Elven runes. <laughs> there, there's an I in there. It's just very at the end. It's runes. Very at the end. Runes. Say ruins. Ruins. Say elven. Elven. Now say elven ruins. Elven runes. <laughs> <laughs> Was the contract spelled correctly? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. It was. says Elvin R O O I N S. I had my lawyer write it up, not me. <laughs> so you guys are now progressing away from the obvious trap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, continuing. Is that a mission along... accomplished? Directly into the not obvious no. trap. <laughs> <laughs> it was a red herring. It's it's dark. It's getting quite dark. Because of the storm, it's very cloudy. You guys get probably about an hour and a half, two hours further north along this mountain range. Octavian, roll me a flat D20. Flat D20. <laughs> are there lanterns on the 14. cart? I don't know. Are there lanterns on the cart? Yeah. Yeah, there's. Like bullseye you know, press, lanterns? Press, press the station. Uh, lit magic lanterns on the four corners. Perfect. And then... In the front. So it's visible. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's and a like two yeah. mile cart with giant elk pulling it, John. <laughs> How is it not visible? <laughs> That's true. Uh, At night, it's visible. <laughs> and it has directional lanterns in the front, you know, lighting Does it the. Does have hazard lanterns? <laughs> yeah, like like railroad lanterns. High beam and low beam. They're, they only have too. the opening in the front, so they're directional. They're like headlights. Yep. I guess you wouldn't need blinking lanterns. Nobody uses them, anyways. Yeah, bullseye lanterns. So unfortunately, it's 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 hard to see. The the elk are doing quite well, but they step over kind of a, a jet of rocks sticking out of the ground. However, the skis on the caravan cart do not miss it, and you just hear a sudden crack. It's not even the first episode in with this cart, <laughs> and you're already trying to destroy it. <laughs> I take away the things you love, man. That's that, that's what I do. I, I took Nim away from you. Oh. I took. <laughs> wow, wow. All right. Well, fuck Bring it up you. old shit. I'm gonna burn this. Place I down. understood that reference. <laughs> <laughs> Proud of you. Proud of you. <laughs> okay, I will get out and cast mending, and we'll keep moving. <laughs> fuck off. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> How about that, John? (laughs) What time of day is it, John? It's night Night time. It's fuck you time. That's what it is. (laughs) And the cart is illuminated. So when it breaks, I'm going to give that good old exasperated sigh. I'm going to light my torch pretty quickly. 
and I'm going to pat Flo on his shoulder and point towards the opposite side of the cart as I begin moving to the side of the cart with the broken ski. I'm going to draw my bow, knock an arrow, and then keep my torch in my right hand, bow and arrow in my left hand, so that I can drop the torch and so on. I start to make a motion that's probably familiar to set from forever ago and stop and just nod instead and go do that. Now, Octavian, I don't see mending on your list of stuff. Yeah, no, I, 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 I looked there too, and I forgot to put it on. <laughs> oh, so it seems like it's yeah, a fuck you. Yeah, you think time. that John didn't double check to make sure you didn't have No, it, the thing was, I was actually thinking about this that day that uh, we were going over that, uh-huh. and I was just like, uh-huh. oh, uh, I have that cart. It'd probably good to be. Uh, it would probably be good to take mending so uh-huh. I can fix things. And uh-huh. then I never actually that would have been good. put it in there before we started playing. So <laughs> I had full intentions of having it, but I just didn't add it. That would have made your burn so much sicker. A fair compromise could be letting John choose this spell to replace it with. Oh, no, he doesn't have it on his list. He doesn't have it on his list. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you might want to take something away from him. I don't know. Oh, no, I am taking I mean, something away from him. I can... We can just rest here, and I can change our spells, right? I mean, it, it is late. I mean, you, are you guys going to stop for night? Give the elves, elves the elves. Probably not in the middle of the road is a good idea, but... Back to the cave! No. If the cart can make it off of the path, we'll go, you know, a little bit off the path and set up camp while I relearn mending. Okay, so you're you're gonna take the cart off the path a bit. If it's safe to do so, I'll have our, I'll have my guides, in which I pay to make that determination, make that determination for me. And if they say it's okay, we can. So in terms of, so you're having them check like the terrain to make sure the terrain's okay. Y- yeah. Okay. So yeah, for them, yeah, it's it's a nice smooth. You can kind of pull off to the side. It's looks a little like like, like this, this battle, battle map. This. <laughs> Uh, weird funny how that sometimes have we been passing like other carts travelers anything like that on this road at all very rare um because of the frequent snowstorms right okay this is pretty much the most northern settlement they have and it's so far from all the others they also are the only ones that can actually do much planting and harvesting a lot of farming. Okay. So there's not, they, they don't really need to import much. So there's a few travelers coming here or there, some merchants. Those that do pass are kind of outfitted similarly to you in terms of mercenaries, guards, kind of prepared for things like this. Okay. All right. Uh, but they're, they're so spread out that mainly the more southern ones do a lot of trade, but th- this one is so far kind of out of the way, it's a little hard. So with my mercenary veteran background, Mm-hmm. If I see somebody dressed like a mercenary, I'm kind mm-hmm. of scanning their eyes looking for any indicators that might, you know, put them towards a specific band of mercenaries. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get a, a an idea for who operates in the area. Like if there's any pla- any companies that I know the name of in the area mm-hmm. and if any of them might know about, you know, my former company and all that stuff. Okay. I'd imagine that pretty much all the companies know about each other. Or yeah. if not, they pretty much all know about my former company. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to kind of see if any of these people are a threat, basically, <laughs> that are passing by. <laughs> so for the ones you have come across, have not been any kind of a threat. Right. Then again, you have really only passed about four or five other right. caravans in the past week or so. Okay. All righty. Well, I'm just going to keep my eyes out for that, just if anybody yeah. else comes by. 
can you guys go ahead and kind of arrange yourself? So this we're standing on the on the road right here, pretty much. Yeah, basically. What what kind of little road there is? Is the ridge that's beneath us a drop off or an incline? Drop off. Okay. Alrighty. For some reason, not the answer I was hoping for. Well, we should probably. I'll get out and direct the elk to carefully pull the cart off the side of the <laughs> road. No, no. One, one second. Javok's like fucking. Javok is that. Is that where you're going? That is where I'm going to be heading, yes. It seems like an excellent spot to be. That's what I was thinking, too. We'll come back Just to you momentarily. In the enemy encampment. I'm going to go up to the high yeah. ground for... If if you start walking off in that direction, like if I see Javok kind of start walking by, I'd like to kind of like whistle for his attention, and then... How loud's the whistle? It's It's... Do you want me to? I mean, I don't know how loud no, a no, whistle no, will come across the, the. Yes, please whistle into your microphone. Whistle into the mic loudly. Um, it's not terribly loud. I mean, I'm imagining he's probably like 15 feet away or so. So mm -hmm. by that point, so I'll oh, just God. you know nothing too loud. I get what you're getting at. Um, I don't think Set is exactly hiding his his voice, but he's not. It's shouting. also hard to kind of hide a two story caravan with giant elks pulling it. Right, with lights all in it and all that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't like how you keep referencing that. John, just, if you're going to kill us, just get it over, <laughs> you know? Dude, I had to make this a long, drawn-out process. <laughs> I got to make this hurt. Does Javok stop? Yeah, he, he'd stop and turn to you. Okay. I'll step step forward and then hand you my lit torch and say, if you're going to be running off in the woods, I don't want to lose sight of you. And I, I'm just looking for wood or fire. I, I kind of reassert the torch out in front of me. I, I will take this thing, but I will not go far. All right, so I give him the torch. I'm coming with you. Octavian, you kind of guide the car off to the side. You'll hear a as the back end of that sled just kind of pulls a bit off, and it teeters slightly. Okay. I'm not a carpenter. I think we're going to stay on the road tonight. Mm -hmm. Exactly what I was going to suggest. Yeah, I don't really think we should. Yeah, we'll just pull the cart up the road, I guess. Or just like... Leave it. I think it, I think what he's getting at is that trying to move the cart is kind of futile. Yeah, like just leave it what? and like no one's on this road. Difficult. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think the leg is breaking. So like just leave it. Yeah. Leave it where yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll just do that. I mean, if anybody comes by, they can go around. I'm going to be in the cart anyway. So. All right. Yeah. Well. So uh, the, the lamps are prestidigitized on. There's no oil in them. There would be oil. There has to be yeah. fuel. It doesn't, it's not like a magic flame. Right, okay, it's, okay. It just makes a spark. Well, he said magic lanterns, so I... I, I Again, I, it was a thought I had, and then I realized that I haven't changed my spell list. Octavian <laughs> over embellishes a little bit. It also only lasts a minute. Okay, so as he's, you know, going and gathering his stuff, I'm gonna make my way around the cart and start turning all the lamps off. <laughs> it should so be dark. You played with me before. I haven't. <laughs> You've heard stories, apparently. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> oh, I'm uh, I'm gonna un, un, unattach the elk and let them kind of walk around and do their thing. Javok and Scout, as you guys kind of get at the, the top of this area, you're gonna hear kind of a rustling in the trees, and this hideous troll oh, is gonna no. kind of come, <laughs> damn, come out of the bushes. What what language do trolls speak, John? Stupid. I think I think giant. <laughs> giant. Do they? Okay, good. Oh shit. I don't think they're smart enough for intelligence. I mean, conversation. 
I'm not sure we'd go that far. <laughs> what do I have to roll to know that we need to burn this fucking thing? To, like, keep it dead. Bro, I need Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> These things can regenerate their heads, or have been known to, according to the... I don't, I don't, I don't. What? Are you looking at the book? Hey. No, I Corey. looked at it forever ago. I have a very good memory. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll give you guys a chance to roll a nature check. One of you. Oh, me, Only please. One. Yes. <laughs> ah, shit. Hey. Ooh. Twelve. So. How far away is that, Trent? Seventy feet. Oh, I can shoot that. Yeah. <laughs> I, can I can shoot, shoot that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know that there's something about trolls, about them kind of regrowing parts back. That's about the extent of your knowledge. Do we see the troll? Or is like how far Oh no, so far it's just Javok and Scout unless they want to give some kind of scream. <laughs> Possibly. At uh, first uh, I'll I'll try and say we're very sorry for trespassing and look at its reaction. It's going to let out a guttural roar. <laughs> so we can hear that, right? <laughs> oh, you can hear that. Oh, yeah, you can totally hear that. I'm going to return a roar. Right back to it. <laughs> and I'm going to run away. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you want to keep up on everything Do or Dice, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Do or Dice Podcast, or join us in our Discord. You can find all of our show notes, character sheets, and player bios on doordicepodcast.com. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and please leave a review. We appreciate all of them. See you next week. Same dice time, same dice channel.